0: Two years ago in February, WVIA's monthly TV program, Keystone Edition Arts, celebrated the golden age of movie making in Northeastern Pennsylvania. And thanks to Noreen O'Connor of King's College, we were able to include scenes from silent films shot on location here in Northeastern Pennsylvania at Hillside Farms in the Back Mountain and on Public Square in downtown Wilkes-Barre. Her Fractured Voice was a slapstick comedy from 1917, a silent film in black and white in which we follow Susie, who runs away from the farm to the big city to realize her dream of becoming a great singer. The big city is pictured as wilkes We find ourselves on Public Square with Susie's sweetheart on her trail. We wind up in an elegant dining room with couples sitting at candlelit tables expecting the very best entertainment. All that we need is for Susie to open her mouth, to sing, and, oh, well, that's the comic part of the film. What's delightful for us here is that it was only 21 years later that an Academy Award-winning Hollywood film opened on Public Square featuring Alice Faye, who's trying to get herself a job as a singer in showbiz. That's her dream. The film opened on August 18th, 1938, in what was then the Grand Comerford Theatre in Wilkes-Barre, Alexander's Ragtime Band. What's even more special for us is that even though movies are still screened in that very same grand structure, now the FM Kirby Center for the Performing Arts, the building stands not as a monument to the past, but as a gathering place for members of the community to experience the very best in entertainment from the region, around the country, and around the world, here and now. We'll learn just how dedicated to that mission A.J. Jump, Director of Programming, and Neil Prisco, Director of Marketing, are. They stopped in at the WVIA Studios to introduce us to the Kirby Center and its spring offerings. Neil Prisco.
1: The Kirby Center is your performing arts center in downtown Wilkes-Barre. I always like to say when the lights are on the Kirby Center, downtown shines. The Kirby Center came to be from a group of really wonderful and generous donors back in the 1980s and they said our area needs this gift. And it was actually Al Boskov who really led the charge there. Fred Kirby at the end of the day came in with this major donation, got the naming rights why it's called the FM Kirby Center, and ever since then it's been probably the premier showcase place for showing amazing acts. I mean, you name the legendary list that goes down the line. You have Johnny Cash, Bob Dylan. You have comedians like Tom Segura to Bert Kreischer who are newer, but still now they're selling out arenas. And again, you know, the Kirby Center is a place where everyone in this region, you know, you have 22 counties here that WVIA serves, and they come over to the Kirby Center to see great entertainment in a beautiful Art Deco theater. The Kirby Center didn't start in the 1980s. The actual building was a movie house back from the 1930s on and it went through a couple different ownerships even was a paramount theater at one point but because of that it has this beautiful art deco architecture everywhere red and gold when you sit in the seats they're nice big and plush we have beautiful popcorn because again it was originally movie theater we pay homage to things like that but at the same time being a perform art center we show movies but we also have so many concerts and this spring we have such a great lineup we're really excited about
0: And that's what you're here to tell us about, A.J. You are a most well-respected musician in this area, and I'm told you know every musician in the region. How's that connected with your job at the Kirby Center? I've been, I've been doing this professionally for
2: 23, almost 24 years, and I was always the young guy around, so I mean, whether it be somebody like Brett Alexander or somebody like Marco Marcinko or Taylor Fleming or anybody of those sorts, uh, the gentleman from Flaxy Morgan or whomever, I don't know. This has been my life, and I love it, and I'm happy to be able to be a part of such a wonderfully prestigious and, and Kirby Center's hallowed ground. It's very, it's the best.
0: And the thing is, too, you can be a musician and you know how your band relates to the audience before you. But you also have to have a sense of the area and what people want to come to hear. And you have to have that sense as well.
2: Well, 100%. It's funny because sometimes, you know, when you deal with the business side of it and and agents that are from New York City or Los Angeles that represent some of these bands, that they don't understand northeastern Pennsylvania. And some of them are from northeastern Pennsylvania, which is great too. Like you never know who you're talking to. I I deal with an agent out of Nashville, Tennessee that's originally from here, which is great. So you, you never know, but some things surprise these folks in the business of what works and what doesn't work. And People love their classic rock here. They love their comedy here. The jam bands do very, very well because of Peach Fest, and there were Deadheads in the Northeast for years, all around here. But really, you know, you have to be cognizant too of what people in this coal mine town really sink their teeth into, and and that's definitely part of the a big part of the job.
0: Now you two are fairly new in your positions, are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And already there's a wonderful chemistry at the Kirby.
1: Of course. You know, I give Joelle Joelle Yarmel, our executive director, a lot of credit. She got a group of people together and really put together a culture for the Kirby of people who are really excited and energetic, who also revere the culture and the history of the Kirby. And we also just want to let it shine and let it grow and get big. And when the opportunity came, you know, when you look at the people across the table from you, it's like, this is a great team you're playing for. This felt like this team's going to go to the pendant. This is going to be wonderful, and it's great to be part of that ride as we're building and kind of rebuilding the Kirby to being this premier venue, and it's absolutely wonderful.
0: You mentioned the various types of genres. The Kirby Center presents A.J. comedy, jam bands, or whatever, and you have an educational mission as well, and so we're going to get a ballet company from Ukraine for people who are dance fans, and that's so very important.
1: That's Of course. All this really feeds to our mission is you kind of add in, because we're a performing arts center, having a variety of programming really to help facilitate to different audiences. Just because New Pennsylvania is, you know, a different audience from the rest of the country doesn't mean it doesn't have different interests even within that. So that's all things that AJ takes into account when booking shows.
2: Yeah, we have have a a during-school program called our YPTS, which stands for Young Persons Theater Series. So we bring in stage shows. In fact, I was just at the APAP conference in New York City, which is a very arts-forward and educational programming-forward, jazz programming-forward trade show, so to speak with the different agents for those said artists and and uh, that's where i pretty much got dates for the bulk of these young person theater series shows for next season it could be anything from adaptations of peter pan And good night, moon. There is one that is about the life of John Lewis, a wonderfully incredible man who left behind an amazing legacy. So we do those at ten a.m. They're free. We bust the students in. It's it's a really really great thing because you don't know when some of those folks when it'll be. Maybe their first time they ever get to see a show in a theater like that or when they ever get to see a um, adaptation of a play, so to speak. So it's, it's really important that they get to see those sort of things. And it's all underwritten by our development and by donors that give us the important money. And um, I, I really try to do my best now to to spread out the different things. We even had a mariachi group this year, and we have a show in February for Black History Month about Harriet Tubman and the Underground Railroad. So we're really trying, as far as that sort of programming as well, to be very broad for young people.
1: And, you know, hitting these different audiences and giving our area some exposure to the different forms of art that we might not otherwise get. And it's kind of an honor to be able to help present that to people because... A.J. will go to conferences and he'll meet different people, and even through his own natural connections, he'll have access to these world-class talents. And it's just a beautiful thing to bring them here to Wilkes-Barre, to have them experience the town and the city, but at the same time then give this gift to this area to get an experience of these shows and these great programs. I mean, amazing jazz musicians coming in now through the Kirby Center Halls, as well as this March we have this great step crew, an Irish step crew coming in. And it's an experience that typically you're not gonna see on television or see on the regular radio every day. But here you're gonna experience it live, especially during March, perfect timing. And it's going to be such a wonderful show and a great showcase, especially we have so many dance groups in our area. And for them to get to see this and get that inspiration, that's amazing.
0: The real deal. We want to hear about what you've got planned, but how do you want to do it?
1: Well, maybe we'll just run down the calendar a little bit, at least for the listener, make it a little bit easier. And then, We'll just kind of fill in as we go so if you're listening right now today the day this airs you're going to see tonight friday january 26th big head todd and the monsters i love this if you grew up in the 90s like i did and a few other people here are listening right now did you're hearing big head todd and oh the song bittersweet is amazing and here's the best part they don't tour the east coast that often so aj to his credit got them here part of this tour and so they're usually on the West Coast. They even took a break for a long time, but now they're finally coming here. They're coming to Wilkes-Barre. I mean, this is a great experience, plus tickets are GA. So when you get to come to the show, you can come in, go right up to the front. This is exciting.
2: Something something different, but yet that 90s nostalgia is coming back. They're a really, really, really great band, and uh, people have responded very well to it.
1: It's absolutely wonderful. and Saturday night, the night right after, we have practically a sold-out Leanne Morgan show. Leanne Morgan, the comedian. If you do not know her, I totally recommend her Netflix special. Check it out right now. And I'm really excited for this show because it's her first time as well coming to the area. And when we put tickets on sale, these moved quickly. And so it shows that fan base for her is out there and they haven't had an opportunity to see her in their hometown, in their region, and so proud to be able to help bring these artists and acts here, which is just absolutely amazing. And one thing about the Kirby too is comedians love playing the Kirby, the yes, they do. theater, the look and the sound of the room. We've heard many times from comedians that the acoustics and the timing they can get in there they absolutely love. That's why in years past, you're seeing acts like Jerry Seinfeld come back year and year again because they love the room. you know. And every comedian pretty much who comes in the room says, that was a great room, which is wonderful to hear every time. And then later in the month, if we're looking towards February, you know, Valentine's Day is coming. We have some great programming for that as well. We talked before how we were a movie house back in the day. We still show films. Part of our classic film series is one of my favorite romantic comedies, probably the romantic comedy, is When Harry Met Sally. And we're showcasing that at the Kirby Center, which is going to be amazing. Also, I love the tickets are so cheap. It's a wonderful date night if you're looking for something wonderful to do on Friday, February 9th. After that, a great local act. AJ's been working with this band for a little bit now, and now they're playing the main stage.
2: Philadelphia Freedom, a local gentleman who ended up having a nice break opening for another tribute act called Almost Queen. Almost Queens management really liked them, took them on. Then we had them first in the lobby as a headliner. That blew out so fast. Now it was time to put them on the main stage. And and, uh, they're doing really, really well. And this show is going to be very well attended. And and Doug and and those guys are really, really nice guys.
1: That tribute to Elton John is so special, especially now and after Elton John just stopped touring. So, you know, you want to get that experience and hear those wonderful songs. This band is so good for that. And the opener as well another local band named burn the jukebox which is absolutely wonderful and that's going to be on february 10th then one i'm really excited for if if you're listening and you haven't made plans for valentine's day yet or you're saying oh that's a good reminder guess what we have (laughs) a great opportunity actually and i'm really excited about this aj it's an evening of love songs
2: yeah basically a few years ago we put together this group called lush life ensemble The crooner jazz, you don't really hear it a lot. It's kind of something that was very strong in these parts for many, 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 many years. And there were a few people here or there, Lee Vincent, uh, Mark Mack, as of like the last 20 years he was doing his Frank Sinatra thing. But not a lot of people have done it as of late. Just decided to team up with a buddy of mine, Tim Husty, a great piano player, Jimmy Waltage, that has been around a long time, a wonderful bass player, Ian O'Hara. And a special guest, Erin Malloy, who's an also fantastic female vocalist as well. So we'll be doing the female and male side of love songs. But it's not only going to be, you know, the Great American Songbook. We're going to do Nora Jones and Queen and the Beatles and a whole amalgamation of pop love songs kind of more in a sort of a lounge good feel. Right in our lobby at the Kirby Center, there'll be cocktails you know there'll be nice candlelit tables, so please come out. That's that's 7:30 uh, on actual Valentine's Day, February 14th.
1: I'm gonna be there with my wife. I can't <laughs> wait. It was a perfect excuse. I'm like, oh, good, this is right where I work. Perfect. <laughs> Made it very easy. And so, but it's gonna be absolutely wonderful. And if you're even curious to hear the music, we have some great videos up on our website, kirbycenter.org. If you click on the show page, you can watch them right now.
0: And tell us about the chandelier because that's so much a part of that experience.
1: That's right. So the chandelier that we actually have up in the curvy there, it is a very unique chandelier. We have a full chandelier lobby, kind of even centered around it with a full staircase going around. But that chandelier, it's one of two. The other one's in the Empire State Building, which is absolutely amazing. And again, speaking to that Art Deco time, people think of the chandelier, maybe your first thought is kind of gone with the wind, a big round or, you know, onion shaped chandelier. This one's vertical. And it's beautiful. And the way it illuminates in the room with especially the mirrors going around, it is majestic. And so anyone coming, you're going to be with that chandelier. Even so, you're sitting at the tables, as AJ said before, with the candlelight and the sweetheart tables. And the music is so good. The musicianship. I had the honor of helping work on the promo and actually listening to the songs as they were kind of playing them for the piece. Unbelievable. I'm really excited. So, again, check out some of the videos on the website. I really think you'll enjoy it. And next thing you know, hopefully we'll see you there at the Kirby on the Valentine's Day. You know, after that, we have a great partnership for the Dancing Stars of Wilkesbury. actually, coming in to benefit the Kiss Theater that is actually going to showcase local professional dancers with local celebrities. And that's absolutely amazing. I heard someone from WVIA might be involved with that. <laughs> for more info, go on to their website for that. But I will say we're excited. And this is a great example, too. We love having community partnerships. We love working with the community because Kirby is here to serve, to help give that extra broadcast. While WVI is here giving a broadcast and a megaphone as much as it can all throughout these counties, the Kirby does so with live events as well. After that, our next show is actually another comedy show. You know, it's teachers need to laugh, right? Teachers have a hard job. They've got a lot going on. There's this amazing troupe that AJ found. They're based off of YouTube, I believe, and it's called the Board Teachers Comedy Tour. And this one's just a hoot.
2: Yeah, the tour's called "We Can't Make This Stuff Up" Comedy Tour. It's just really great, and and it's getting very, very close. Uh, I believe this day and age on social media, we would call it a low ticket alert. So there's uh, not too many tickets left. So February 18th, 7 p.m. Get your tickets now for Board Teachers. We have the Fab Four playing Rubber Soul. That that kind of explains what it is. If you've seen the Fab Four, they're one of the premier Beatles tribute acts, and Rubber Soul is one of, one of our favorites. And then I'm going to steal this one, Neil. Trombone Shorty and Orleans Avenue with special guests the Soul Rebels, which are an incredible second-line group from New Orleans, but Trombone Shorty. He basically has taken the torch of yesteryear from Satchmo and other New Orleans legends, and uh, he's kind of the basically New Orleans guy. He's your guy as far as music right now. He just got off tour uh, with Red Hot Chili Peppers this past summer and it was amazing to see the fact that he was opening for them but their bass player Flea is also a trumpet player and he loves New Orleans and he loves jazz and he loves funk and so this is just an incredible show. It's not straight jazz by any means. It's very vibrant upbeat, funky, get out in the streets, stand up, shake your booty type show and this is this time of year right after Mardi Gras so uh, we're beyond pumped about that. That's February 27th.
1: I mean, I'm so excited for that show. It's going to be a funk party that we're going to have right in the Kirby Center. you mentioned before, the Mardi Gras too. It's called the Shorty Gras Tour. It's that full New Orleans feel. I have a personal connection. I'm so excited because I first have found out about Trombone Chordy from listening to George Graham's All That Jazz and actually Mixed Bag. And so listening to that, it just got me so excited that he's coming. I love that this show is happening. I cannot, I've been waiting for it since we've announced it. So that one, again, just for a quick reminder, is February 27th, the one after you had mentioned the Grand Kiev Ballet, coming with Giselle, actually an amazing ballet. And for everyone listening right now, I'm going to tell you that we actually have a discount. We are putting online on our website. So you will, you who are listening to this right now, you are the first to hear about this discount. So if you're interested in this ballet and you would like a 20% discount, go to kirbycenter.org, to the show page, you will find the promo code, you can put it in to get a discount on tickets. It's an amazing ballet. It really is. Anyone who's interested in ballet and dance, this is a special performance from an amazing world-renowned company. And this opportunity does not come often. So I do recommend, if you get a chance, please don't miss this show. You will not regret it. Then after that, in March, you can look ahead. We have another film, part of our monthly film series, Rio Bravo. If you love Westerns like I do, that was a combination of John Wayne, Dean Martin with Ricky Nelson at the time. And that's why he sang Lonesome Town. It's a great Western. I totally recommend it. Again, this film is shown twice on the Friday. You can have a matinee. It's absolutely wonderful. After that, we have the Purple Experience, a great Prince tribute.
2: Last year was the first time we had that, and uh, a lot, a lot of people really loved that one. They really, you know, he's he's like one of those more specific pop artists that people really, really loved, and also one of the most underrated guitar players ever in the history of music. But the Purple Experience is really, really a great act.
1: After that. I can't believe we got this show in. We didn't even know this was going to be this way when AJ booked it.
2: Yeah, we have Lewis Black. He hasn't been in the room in in many, many, many years. And then to find out uh, this is his final tour, they're calling it the Goodbye Yeller Brick Road Tour. Those of you who are listening and know him, he likes to yell a lot in in a great way. And that's March 9th. That's another one. Getting close to that low ticket warning, so you know you don't have much, much more time. So get them, get them while they last.
1: Again, have Louis Black coming here on his final tour. Again, just a special, and it shows. Also, that artists, you know, national artists look at Wilkesbury, they say, "I want to be there," which is absolutely wonderful.
2: Definitely. Uh, a few days after that, March twelfth, Kenny Wayne Shepherd band. As far as blues goes, he's one of the premier guitar players in that genre. Still touring still doing his thing the opener on that show she was a breakout last year at the peach fest she kind of uh w- was playing with everybody she was on the side stages she was over here playing with trey um she'll be opening I, her name is ali venable ali's incredible um she also played at the briggs farm blues festival a couple of years ago she's rising talent in that world
1: that's going to be an amazing duo those two shows back to back if you are into guitar if you're into guitar artistry show is for you trust me
0: aj do people promoters and people you work with agents and all the people who are helping you bring acts to this region sometimes say aj we're coming east and do you have any spaces for us in april
2: yeah all the time i mean that that happens on a small scale all the way to a, a big scale especially to like Say there's an artist that says, hey, you know, I've always wanted to play that market and or I've all I've heard about that place. Like people have heard about the Kirby. You know, it's it's been around a long time, you know, and a lot of the, let's say, legacy artists that are still around and well and touring, they know how beautiful the Kirby is because most likely they've been there or if they haven't, they've heard how beautiful it was. So, yeah, I I mean, that that does happen. Sometimes we have to say no, because obviously it doesn't work out for the schedule. We don't have the date they're looking for, which that kind of stinks sometimes. Uh, You never want to say no to, to someone like that. But it's nice to know that that people love it as much as we do, too. And people want to also make it a regular part of their touring schedules when they hit the Northeast. I mean, that's something that everybody before us was was always very proud of when it would be like, all right, the, the tour, tour cycle or what they call album cycles, usually somewhere around three years, you know. So it's like every three to five years, if you could get a, a new act that's really plugging through, kind of like who we just had Lake Street Dive, who was uh, exploded and, and the response was incredible. Over 1,200 people in the building. And yet I know we're 1,832 seats. I know the next time that they come to this market, we will sell that show out. I know just by the way it felt when the show was over and how people talked about it and everything else. And that's also one of the best parts of this job to know to push that, the, that art forward, to, to push that positive music forward to a community like ours. It's, it's incredible.
0: But that also means then we should pay attention to the website or get on a newsletter list so we know if you happen to sneak in a new act that you just were offered.
2: Or become a member, become a Kirby member.
1: That's right. Members are first to know, first to be able to get the great seats. And again, you can become a member when you go to kirbycenter.org. You can give it the level that works for you, but it's absolutely amazing all the benefits you get within there, special events, special opportunities. I mean, pre-sale opportunities, which really, you know, members do well with those. So I will say that other ways you can keep in touch, follow us on social on all the major social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, or uh, now X used to be called Twitter, as well as on TikTok. You can also subscribe to our newsletter, as you mentioned before. A great weekly newsletter comes out every Wednesday morning that you can see as well, special alerts and updates for, you know, special show announcements. And then on top of that, go to thecurrycenter.org as I mentioned before, or even you know what, swing down by the building and say hi. We have the doors open <laughs> most of the time during the day, and come and you can see the posters on the wall. You can see upcoming events. Even ask our box office, "Hey, what's going on?" And I thoroughly really think the people who've been to the Kirby, they know they the venue is just a beautiful gem, and it really is a diamond of downtown Wilkesbury. and it's just a great opportunity for us to be and put these shows on stage. You know, AJ said it earlier. The Kirby Center is hallowed ground for a lot of musicians, for local musicians and getting the opportunity to showcase them on those stages, you know, playing at the chandelier, playing then on the main stage. Local acts know because they know that Bonnie Raitt's playing the same stage. B.B. King plays the same stage. And again, just it's a great opportunity.
0: great opportunity to hear Big Head Todd and the Monsters live at the Kirby Center tonight at 8 o'clock. Just one of the many varied offerings to be presented in the upcoming season at the Kirby Center. We've met AJ Jump, Director of Programming there, and Neil Prisco, Director of Marketing they outlined for us some of the upcoming offerings and we didn't even get past the beginning of march so we just remind you tonight it's big head todd and the monsters if you're a fan and you didn't know about it you can still get tickets the concert begins at eight o'clock films when harry met sally on february 9th at 1 in the afternoon at seven thirty p.m there are token token ticket fees for the movies at the Kirby, Philadelphia Freedom, a tribute to Elton John the next night, February 10th. And then we could tell how excited AJ and Neil are about the Evening of Love Songs featuring Tim Husty and Aaron Malloy on Valentine's Evening at 7.30, love songs of all genres. All this just the start. And if you'd like to find out more, more kirbycenter.org, kirbycenter.org. This is the tune Neil Prisco recommended for our listening pleasure, Bittersweet, by Big Head Todd and the Monsters.